Welcome to Oaken Bros. I'm Eric. And I'm Michael. Hello, everybody. Good morning. It is. How are you? I'm all right. Um, it's 8.20 on the East Coast on Monday morning. I don't even know what day today is. I mean, April 20th. April 420? I thought that was yesterday. Today's 420. Really? Ready to light up? For all those weed smokers out there, today's your holiday, man. <laughs> so I went on an adventure this morning. Um, Where'd you go? The supermarket. You know, we've been getting everything delivered and we've been shut in, you know, where we really haven't left the house other than to go for a ride just to get out for a little bit. We've had everything delivered and we went to the supermarket and I was all suited up. I was wearing an N95 mask. I was wearing gloves. I was wearing a clothing that I, that like a long sleeve shirt. I was wearing pants. And then, so I went in and I was just so surprised with the amount of people of care that they were not taking. Really? Like, like a lot of the people working at the supermarket, and maybe it was just a really isolated incident, but it was next door to a bagel place. And all the people in the bagel place were, they were wearing masks, nobody was wearing gloves. And, um, you know, like they, what, if they were using their credit card, you were using their phone. I'm not a hundred percent confident that they were going to go and wipe that stuff down when they got home. And maybe I'm being too crazy and too cautious, but, um, you know, cause I'm, I'm scared, you know, like I, I don't want to get anyone else sick. Eric, what have you, uh, seriously though, what have you been doing since Hallie's been born? I mean, yeah, well, I mean, just to give her, you're used to writing everything down. You're used yeah. to wiping everything down. Yeah. Like my, my kids have a lot of allergies. So Jen, my wife and I, Jen, whenever we would go out to eat, whenever you go anywhere, she was always wiping down the seats. She was always being very careful. We were always using wipes on our hands and stuff like that because we would learn very quickly that if we went to a diner with Hallie and, and she sat down on a seat, she would get hives on her legs. So we've, we've always been very careful. So we've been in training for this for a very long time. And I went to the supermarket today um, to go pick up some special food that they eat that we were running a little bit low on. Um, and, you know, just like the woman that checked me out, she was wearing a mask. Okay. Wearing gloves, but like her hair was like all in her face. So like she takes my credit card. Like why, why didn't they have like, a whole system, like she still had to take my credit card. She's like, oh, that's not working. So she took my credit card, she swiped, and then like she was going like that with her hair. She had a mask on, she was touching the mask. Just like there was like, like no wonder there are people that are getting ill with this because I just, I, I didn't see the precautions that I would necessarily do. And I consider myself an expert at wiping shit down. Right. Um, you know, so we, we take it very seriously in my household. We take it very seriously at BLS. And I think that's in large part because of my kids, because we were doing it for such a long time. And, right. and we know that it works. If you take special precautions, the, those precautions work 100%. Mm-hmm. Because we were, you know, Hallie will sit down on a chair in a diner and she will get hives. If we don't wipe down the seat and put down something that she's going to sit on. So like when I got home today, I took off all my clothing and I sh- I need to shower anyway. So I went to the shower after I got home. I changed, I cleaned my glasses. I took a credit card out and that was the only credit card that I took with me. So like I didn't have to, you know, do all that stuff and, you know, call me crazy, but I was just being extra cautious. I was just shocked at that. Not everybody was doing that. And 
and there were five, six, seven cars at the bagel place. Mm-hmm. They were all wearing masks. None of them were wearing gloves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. We're not, this is not going to work. Like what you're doing, no one's going to do. No one's going to wipe down their menus when they go back to a restaurant. No one's going to, um, you know, cover their seat in plastic. I mean, the people, Jen sent this in really funny mem, meme, well, I don't know what you want to call it, but I call it a mem, um, a meme, where like, you know, everyone has to wipe down everything now. And then you see Brad Pitt and Ed Norton from Fight Club saying, the allergy moms have been doing this since day one. Welcome to, you know, welcome to the new world. Like, welcome, welcome to the fight. Welcome, welcome to the shit show. Welcome yeah. to the shit show. Exactly. So people are going to do what they, the minimum, which is just wear a mask and the smart ones will wear gloves. Right. right. Um, I, you know, I haven't gone anywhere in the last five weeks, but my al- I have terrible allergies, terrible seasonal allergies that I'm being treated for now. I'm, I'm being treated by this uh, alternative doctor. And it's gotten to the point where I go outside just to take out the garbage. I come in and I, I change all my clothing and clean myself because the pollen is everywhere. So, you know, I go outside two, three times a day. I'm coming back in, changing all my clothing and showering after every single time that I go out. Right. So people with allergies, some really don't give a shit. They're going to go outside. They're going to get pollen in their hair. They're going to go to sleep. They're going to lay down on their, their bed and everything. Right. You know, there's only so much that you can do, but you have to do what's comfortable for you. Um, what I find crazy is the shit we're implementing at BLS that I don't see going back to normal, you know, someone getting into a car and a driver driving, Hey, you know, like friendly shit, but like we're putting guards up in all of our cars now. I mean, we're, we're implementing stuff that like I never would have thought would have, um, would have even come close to being normal. Let's talk about the stuff that we're doing at work. So first in the office, when people are going to be coming back to the office, um, we're going to be physically distancing. I don't like the term socially distancing because like nobody's socially distant now. Like everyone's more connected than ever. We're we're going to physically distance people. um, So they're not sitting on top of each other. Yeah. And um, you know, Tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I, I prefer whatever. the term physically distancing. I, don't, I, hate the, I hate the term social distancing. It's so, yeah. um, it's so not what we're meant for. Yeah, physically yeah. distancing, fine. I get it. Yeah, you know? stay, stay the hell away. We're, we're physically distancing. Sure. Um, so, and then, in, in, you know, the, we're going to have hand sanitizers. We're getting the auto ones. Um, any, you know, anything that's shared is, is going to be mandated that we wipe down gloves, masks, the whole nine yards until God knows what, how, how this is going to calm down. But yeah, that, that's going to have to be a requirement. And it's going um, to calm down. I, yeah, I certainly hope so. And in the cars, um, for, for our, for our passengers, uh, we're gonna be putting up car dividers and it's going to be plexiglass type plastic um that's going to be separating the, where the driver is and where the passenger is uh until the manufacturer makes it until the car comes with that we have to make uh, it's, ma- never, it's never going to come with that i mean people can order limos now 
that has a divider. We've had plenty of orders. <laughs> the limousine. <laughs> people, have, people have ordered limos because the passenger cabin is separated from the driver cabin. So people just put that up. We've had quite a bit of moves like that. Uh, but as you can see of the pictures that I've been posting on LinkedIn and Instagram and stuff like that, our drivers are wearing gloves. They're wearing masks. The cars are disinfected uh, for and after each ride. And those precautions are, are going to have to be taken for the foreseeable future. We want a safe environment for our passengers and for our chauffeurs across the board. And, you know, it just... It on top of that, Eric, on top of that, I don't ever want a client coming back to us and saying, you, you guys got, got me sick. Right. No, that would be the, the, the worst thing in the world. That would be the, the absolute worst thing. We're, I, what I look at this as, yes, we are keeping the employees safe. You know, we're, we're, keeping, we're maintaining all measures to make sure that no one's going to get sick. But the last thing, because business is going to come back and movies are going to be made and sporting events are going to happen and, you know, um, the Vegas Strip is going to open again. I don't ever want someone to come back and say, your driver sneezed or, you know, this and that. We're taking everyone's temperature. Uh, when they come to work. Yep. Drivers have to fill out a survey in between every single ride and send it back to us to say, uh, I don't have fever. Uh, I'm wearing a new fresh set of gloves. I'm wearing a new mask. Um, you know, and, and here's a picture of me and they have to take a selfie of it. I mean, we're, you know, this is for all the procurement people out there. Like, <laughs> the, no, listen, this stuff matters, but, but, but beyond that, it's for everybody's safety. And I was just so shocked at how, how I didn't feel safe going to the supermarket with all with, with what, what all the people were doing. It didn't smell clean to me. It didn't smell like somebody overnight washed the floor with Clorox. You know, like those 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 changes weren't take that that wasn't taken. And you know, the goal is when you get into the back of a BLS car, it should smell clean. Yes, and you know, going to sanitize in between every single ride. It should smell sanitized, and. Um, you know, I really hope that all businesses take this stuff seriously because we got to nip this in the bud now. We have to, we have to be safe and, and we got to get back to business. And we're not going to do that if, if owners of companies, of, of retail stores, of big corporations or wherever are not going to be taking this seriously. And, you know, every single employee has to be held accountable that we got to keep we got to keep this clean to get the economy going again. And I've, I've been saying this for a long time. It's on us to move, to, to, get, to get this shit started. Right. Which also makes me like, I want to, I want to change gears just for a minute here. Sure. Uh, I want to tell you what I did recently. You know, there's so much negative talk and like, it was bothering me. You know, like I had to stop watching the news. This is day three on my news fast that I just, I can't put it on anymore because everything is just so doom and gloom and, and it's, it's getting better. I mean, we're, we're definitely over that hump of, um, of, of, uh, you know, getting back to a new normal. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I have an insatiable appetite for learning. I always want to learn something new and, um, there was this. I don't remember where I even saw it. I don't know if it was online or if it was uh, um, on TV or something. It might've been on TV. It was called the great course plus. Have you heard of this? I mean, the thing is incredible. So it's literally any subject that you could think of. And it's like 10 bucks a month. I'm not trying to sell this thing, but um, 
instead of watching the news again, or instead of watching, you know, a, a movie, I am watching John Adams. I, I, I'm going back to some history stuff. Um, for my own personal thing, because I'm writing a story now about uh, the House of Representatives, a, a, a spinoff of, uh, you know, like a ghost, a ghost story with the House of Representatives. So I'm doing my research. Um, I, uh, I signed up for this great course plus, and I started learning about investing and drawing and, you know, boating. I mean, you know, screenwriting, anything that has an interest. And like, there's these college professors on, on weightlifting, on the science of weightlifting. And again, I'm not selling anything, but like, I'm using my time home where like, I kind of don't have any BLS work to do. I mean, we're on calls most of the day, but at night when everything is, you know, kids are tucked in, the wife is tucked in, um, and I have just like a break from the writing, I'll go and I'll watch a 30 minute course on uh, winemaking. And it's just fucking awesome that like, we've all this, um, we've all this opportunity, this knowledge right at our fingertips. And, um, I'll scroll on Twitter for a few minutes and, oh my God, everyone's fucking bitching. You know, go learn something, right? We're home for this foreseeable future. I mean, it's April 20th today. Um, you know, I know New York's not getting lifted till May 15th. So we have another three, four weeks of this to go, which again, I don't mind. I like being home with my wife and kids and I like, you know, spending time, family time. And, you know, I love doing uh, the, the calls that we do all day. I mean, I'm going to be on the phone literally all day. Um, with, with different people, you know, the bank, the, the salespeople, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but in between, when everything is like, you know, calm down and settle down, man, instead of watching the fucking news, I'm learning something. And I feel like I'm like feeding my soul. Have you done any of that? Have you, would you be interested in this? No, no. Um, I can't concentrate on it. Um, I'm, you know, I feel like I'm in a different boat and this is good because it's a yin and a yang but i feel like um I'll, I'll, you know the majority of my energy i i, I have, my energy is 50 50 split and 50 percent is bls the other 50 percent is doing homeschooling with my kids and i think between that all i want to do after that is just watch designated survivor on netflix and just like you know just you know right. for like the kids go to sleep by, you know, 9.15, okay, it, you know, it's lights out and, and they're in their rooms and then Jen and I will watch an hour and 40 minutes, we'll watch two episodes of whatever and I just feel like... Um, well, the point was that I got bored with Netflix. I, I hear you, I, I hear you, but I don't, well, like, I, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't like learning on a good day, I only want to, like, like, learning to me can't be a chore and yeah, I want to I be interested in, I'll watch a YouTube video on something that I'm interested in or something right. like that or right, right, right. do stuff like that. But yeah, no, I, 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 you know, listen, everybody has to do what they do to what they need to do to get through the day. And if, if for you, it's to go learn something new, all, all the power to you. I, I, at this point, I don't have the energy or just, I, I just, I, I don't care. I don't want, I don't care about learning and voting. Would I want to learn more about investing? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would, I would want to yeah. become expert investing, but I have a hard time digesting that stuff on a good day. Well, I mean, the point is, is that this is not an accelerated course. They're explaining it in layman's terms. And yesterday I watched this thing on, on investing 101 where a guy's holding a gold, golden egg as, as, the, uh, as the symbol. I wish Harvey was doing this. He could show 
you know, the, uh, I can't, I can't wait to bring Harvey back here. Oh my God. This, if anyone's, if anyone guessed, I, I'm doing all the editing and stuff like that. I'm using, um, on my phone. I do, I do the majority of it on my phone and, um, I use this service called video shop, which is, it's called video shop. Um, where that's where I edit the clips. And then once I'm done editing the clips there, well, I upload, I upload this main podcast onto YouTube. And then, um, you know, that doesn't take me long at all. I don't, add, I don't edit this at all. So I click record and then I click stop recording and then I go and upload it. So that's, you know, before this started, I'm like, Michael, let's try not to like say anything where we have to edit it out. So, um, so we, I generally, we generally don't say stupid. Yeah, no, generally, you know, once in a while we'll be like, oh, you know, pause Harvey edit that out but you know now we don't so I have oh, yeah. Shop yeah. and I have this service called mix captions and basically it works like magic and it creates the subtitles automatically really? so like yeah you pay per second and it's not as good as doing it manually um, but you can edit it afterwards um, and then I also use an app called photo grid which is um, I, I'll edit my pictures on there and yeah. stuff like that. But it is amazing that I'm doing the majority of the editing on my phone and not my computer. Cause I like still, editing, I still want Harvey back. Don't no, no, no. hundred percent. As soon as, as soon as, as soon as we can, we will. But, um, it's, it really is awesome that I can, you know, I, I'll, after this is done, I click stop, upload this thing straight to YouTube, put in some keywords, put in some hashtags and it's done. Right. And then I'll, um, and then actually, you know what I do? I, um, I record it from my phone. So I'll, I'll, whatever I upload, then you go down and then you click record. You can record your screen and it records the, the, the sound and the thing. And then I'll take that clip and then I'll go and do some light editing on video shop. I'll add the headline and then I'll take it over to mix captions. And then I mix captions. I'll do the subtitling and then that's it. Oh, and then, and then also one more thing. I make the thumbnails on the app through um it's called thumbnail maker on on it's on the app store and you can basically just go and add a picture and then you can go and add the headline you know quarantine day one so i i don't know what we'll call this podcast but you know maybe we'll call it keeping clean or you know who the hell knows Oaken bros 420 (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i don't we don't i was i never smoked i've never smoked weed i gotta tell you a real quick story you know we're going like personal here but i was never like a weed smoker and i'm not against weed i just never smoked it because i have asthma right Um, you know i smoked weed once in my life one time in my life um dad i was 14 years old and dad's like you know look there's gonna be a lot of drugs when you're growing up and we considered weed a drug right smoking marijuana a drug growing up it wasn't like you know like it is today it's so mainstream and normal um, to smoke it. And, um, you know, I, we, we had a BLS party. I don't know. I think it was like the BLS Christmas party or maybe it was this BLS spring fling or something, but we had it. In the because I remember when dad was smoking it, um, he had the back door open and it was like, you feel you like that. It was just like that really cold breeze and the house smelled the weed. And but well, we sat, so, you know, he took, um, he took a cigarette and he opened the cigarette and he had wrapping paper and he stuffed it. He got it from our former, uh, former, former, former driver's manager. I mean, this guy's going back two decades. The driver's uh, manager always, always has the hookup. 
Right. <laughs> and this guy smoked, he had a little Altoids box and he smoked weed like cigarettes. Right. You know, he would go and smoke a joint and, and you know, do his thing. And this was in the early 90s, mind you, okay? So I was 14 years old, so that That's was... Uh, the statute of limitations are up. Yeah, right, exactly. I don't want people to think that, like, you know, I'm filling out RFPs and I go, I heard your company smokes weed. It's like, you know, no, 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 no. This was back in 92 before any rules and regulations were uh, enforced. Right. So um, dad called me. So we, we, he got weed from this driver's manager. We came home and uh, I went to go play Mortal Kombat, you know, or like SimCity or something. Like I was like, I didn't give a shit. I was 14. And um, dad's like, my God, get in here. So I went into the kitchen and he, he took, he fucking rolled a joint and he goes, smoke it. I'm like, dad, I've asked me, he's like, smoke the fucking thing. You know, dad. So I went, I, I, I smoked it and I, you know, I, I'm, I have anxiety when I feel great. So like I started going, Oh dad, I don't know what to do. He's like, just smoke it. So dad smoked it. Mom took a hit. You, you were coming. I will never forget this. You would come between mom and me and you would go like this. You were smelling it. And I smoked, I smoked a joint with my father and he said, you see it? I'm like, yeah, he put it out. You know, we didn't finish it. For, you know, I'm sorry if that's a sacrilege to the weed smokers out there. And uh, he's like, you smelled it? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you smoked it? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, you're never touching this shit again. And I'm 42 now, and I have never smoked weed since that one day when I was 14. Um, and again, I'm not against it. I'm not for it. I don't, I don't care. Well, Seth Rogen has a really interesting, I don't know how this got into a weed conversation. I guess it is 420. 420. So it, Let's talk about fucking marijuana. Seth Rogen has a really interesting take on weed where he's like, you wear glasses, yeah, you wear sneakers. Yeah, you wear socks. You take Tylenol. You take Advil. And he's like, why? He's like, why, why do we do these things? And he's like, because it's really hard. You, our minds, our bodies need assistance. He's like, we're not used to this amount of anxiety with things. We should be living in a cave without, without these modern day anxiety driven brilliant things. So he's like, you go to the chiropractor. You, uh, this is my Seth Rogen. And, you, know, you go to the chiropractor and you, you, you do this and you do that. It was on Howard Stern. Right. Like, and I smoke weed because I can't handle life. Because, because, it's, because it calms me down and it centers me and it's how I write. So he's like, you can't tell me that weed is bad when you go and take Advil. You can't tell me that, you know, or, or whatever it is that anybody does where they use a crutch to help assist their lives that is weed to him and you know well i i certainly i don't really have anxiety and i have i have moments where i at night yeah i get i get upset usually it pertains to losing an account or you know or you know not not or you know i i get anxiety about um losing but other than that, I, I'm pretty good. I don't have it day to day. Uh, you know, I know you, you suffer with it a bit. Health, uh, health anxiety. Right. I don't, I, don't get anxi I don't get anxiety over business. Flying. I don't, you're not I, don't, I don't like flying. I don't like to fly. The anxiety, I have it much better under control. I don't have anxiety over my family. I don't have anxiety over the world economy. We're, we're in a, the coronavirus, the pandemic, didn't lose one ounce of sleep over what what's happening. We have no business now. We have some business, but we have no business. You know, I didn't lose one ounce of sleep when we closed Vegas. I lose sleep when my chest feels tight. 
I, I feel, what is this? Why do I, why is my chest high? You know, maybe you need to start smoking some weed because he, he swears by it that, um, that, that, that it calms, it calms you down. And I, I still have vertigo. I'm three months now, three months where I had the flu and I had this inner ear infection that is not going away. Um, but it's getting better. It's some, some, I have some good days and I have some bad days, but I have, crazy anxiety about what's happening with and my it, it feeds it feeds each other it feeds each other right but it, there's it's, strictly, it's a bad cycle strictly health anxiety i don't like to fly being separated from my wife and kids don't like it but i do it you know go to la for a week or so no i don't even know if i have anxiety but i just get i get pissed and i i get mad and that you know that will that will keep me up at night about I understand. I, you know, I guess about losing a business and, you know, that, that, that pisses me off, but I guess that, that drives me to go forward. But, um, you know, but I got to tell you, there's certain things that have helped me, um, you know, to, to kind of overcome that health anxiety. Um, you know, I, I listened to Joel Osteen, who's, he was dad's guru. I mean, the way your Gary Vaynerchuk was for you, Anthony Robbins was for me, Joel Osteen. I introduced dad to Joel Osteen fuck about 10 years ago. And, um, he was so instrumental and I, be, I went back to him when I started feeling, you know, I'm home. I can't go to a doctor's office. I can't go to a hospital. I'm on these supplements, which are making me feel better. Um, I'm taking vitamin D vitamin C I'm taking a fish oil and Joel Osteen, you know, then, then brings in the spiritual aspect, which is what I you know. I love talking about spirituality and, you know, your words become your reality. Um, and you know, you can't stop the monkey mind, right? You can't stop all the thoughts that go on in your mind because that's normal for everyone. Joel Osteen said in his, it was a, it was a sermon that he was doing, you know, he's like, I can't stop the monkey mind. And you know, me too. I me- I, I meditate. I've been meditating a lot more since the coronavirus. Um, it's definitely grounded me. It's calmed me down. I'm not losing sleep over what's happening in the world. Um, again, as long as you're not watching the news and, you know, but it's the way you speak that if you're going to get on and you're going to speak the words, that's going to become your reality. If you're going to go, it's so bad, it's so bad, it's so bad, it's so bad. Notice during this podcast, notice during any of our podcasts, I'm not, I'm not promoting the agenda of, oh my God, this is the worst thing to ever happen because I know it's, I'm always putting out the positive. It's always going to get better. It's always going to get better. And, um, your words are what's going to manifest the, the re- reality around you. That if you're going to focus on the problem and not on the promise, um, your you life, is going, to become, you your to life have, is going to become a problem. You have to have positive affirmations every single day. hundred percent. You know, and I've been, I've been researching affirmations and I've been doing them and um, you know, they can be as crazy as um, you know, it's, I, and I, I, yeah, and, daily affirmations. Right. And, you know, like you can literally tell yourself, I can't believe how easy unforeseen money comes into my life. I do that every day, twice a day, Eric. And, you know, and, and it works. And, and yes. because, because your subconscious mind is, it's, uh, your subconscious uh, mind is the smartest thing in the world, but it's also takes everything that you say. It's a child. Right. It's, it's a child. It takes everything you say as, per, as for real. So if right. you're going to go, I don't even want to say it. 
I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. But you have to believe that you're sick, right? Like, I don't believe that I'm sick. But if you go, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. It's so bad, it's so bad, it's so bad. Like, I love people when they text me. I'm texting with this one person now. I'm not going to say who it is. Um, uh, an affiliate of ours. The worst, the worst, the worst, the worst, the worst. Horrible, horrible, horrible. This is terrible. This is the worst. This is terrible. And I'm sitting there. It's like I'm reading his text, and I'm getting depressed from reading this shit. And then I say to myself, I'm like, no, money flows to me. Um, my life is, is abundant and, pros- and full of prosperity, and I believe that. I'm not kidding myself. You, you, you have to believe it like it's already true. And, it, you know, frankly, you wrote the book on affirmations. Just ask the universe. Go buy it on Amazon, $1.99 on Kindle. Just ask the universe by Michael Samuels. Um, yeah, affirmations work. Make them positive. And as silly as it sounds in your head to say positive affirmations, that it's so much better for you than, than keeping it negative. And I believe that's why we're doing what we do. And that's why I have zero doubt. This is an affirmation. I have zero doubt that we are not going to be the best and biggest limousine service in the world. Zero, zero doubt. Mm -hmm. And that's an affirmation. Mm -hmm. What's your affirmation? You know, that that's what you have to, what, what's your goal? What's your affirmation? I have, I have about 30 of them. I'm not going to read them to you, but money comes to me easily. Um, um, my wife and children love me unconditionally. BLS is doing X amount of dollars. I'm not saying that. I feel so good. I'm the definition of good health. Forget about business. Business is just a, a portion of it. You know, your health, I am cool, calm, and collected. Like stuff like that, I truly believe in, you know, and, and it feels good to say it. And I say it twice a day and I've been doing it now for, for, for a, a while. Um, I was doing a lot of it last year. I feel it was a coping mechanism for grief when dad died, mm-hmm. um, that I was doing a lot of affirmations and a, crazy that a lot of the shit that I was doing affirmations on came true. So I just added more. I took a few affirmations out cause I don't need them anymore because they all came true. So, you know, I do this daily affirmations. It's an app. You could download anything you want on the, uh, on the app store, an affirmations app. And you literally record your own voice. And it feels good to hear yourself say it because you could repeat it. You know, it's like having a conversation with yourself. And I do it when I wake up in the morning and I do it at night. And sometimes when I'm cooking, if I'm not, you know, like I don't feel like talking to anyone, I'll just put them in my ear. I'll put my uh, AirPods in my ear and and I'll listen to my affirmations while I'm sitting and cooking because that's like a cooking to me is like meditation. Like I'm not thinking about, you know, anything, just being calm and cooking the perfect ribeye, you know? So listen to me. School starting. What time is it? It's eight forty-nine. Um, we on this about a half hour already? Yeah, I think we've been doing this for a while. Well, not a while. Everyone, but. like, subscribe, leave comments down below. Anyone that's having major stress uh, or anxiety right now, um, we need to do a uh, what you call like a uh, screenshot. I want a good um, I don't know, smile, and we'll do like a cool screenshot. Tilt your head the other way. It's got to be the BLS 420 podcast, Eric. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm going to name it, but we'll figure uh, it out. You have to. I think as a joke to show people that like we don't even smoke weed, but we're having a 420 podcast. Um, like, subscribe, leave comments down below. If you have anxiety, download an Affirmations app. Write, your, write everything that you want down and speak it to yourself. Literally speak it to yourself. You will see a difference. If you like to smoke weed, great. If you don't like to smoke weed, great. We really don't care. And, you know, I always said, all right, whatever, fuck it. <laughs> you got to go. Peace out, everyone. Peace session. Kids are up. Be good, everybody. Be safe. Bye-bye.